Welcome back to the show, you guys. I'm Jenny McCarthy Wahlberg. I'm having a major hot flash right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've been having these terrible hot flashes where I'm just like out of nowhere. I just start dripping in sweat. Like, and then I feel like my body temperature, like I'm going to spontaneous combust. And then it goes away. I guess that's called a hot flash. Well, I guess it kind of coincides with maybe my next conversation, which is dating over 60. Um, my next guest, Suzanne. Hi, Suzanne. How are you? Hi, how are you? Welcome to my show. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so happy to have you on because um, my dad is out there and has been dating and single for many, many years. And he's like 70 something. I'm not even sure anymore. But I've watched him, you know, date in California. I watched him date in Chicago. I watched him date in New York. And it's tough out there. Your experience, you spent the last couple of years going on dates on Match.com. Right, Match and some other sites. And some others. <laughs> yes. What is, I mean, tell us how you started. Like, how long were you married before you were divorced? And then a little bit of your wanting to jump on those websites. Well, I was married for over 25 years. In a, basically a dead marriage, stayed there for too long. And Get actually it. one of my friends said, that's it, you're getting on online dating that's it we came from a meeting one day and she just pulled me into the lobby of a hotel we just set it up so that's how I started about two years ago and it was you know it was an eye-opening it is isn't it and and would you say it was um good a good experience for you or actually it was good and it was fun and it still is it still is (laughs) yeah And, and how did you weed out who was like someone you should go on a date with and how you shouldn't do how long did it take for you to say yes before you saw them in person well everything on paper a lot of these guys I think were people that were never out there so they just kind of kind of hide behind a computer and feel more confident about themselves but it's pretty quick like everybody looks good on paper totally and then you talk to them and you can weed them out from conversations and the ones you do say okay well meet it's easy to weed them out when you first meet them yeah that's true but are you are you good at um being able to like let's say you talk to someone online and you feel like there's a little bit of connection but like you said you want to talk to them on the phone first you get on the phone and you're like ooh, how do you say like oh I don't want to continue this in the most uh, adult way it's rather easy I met someone last weekend and I think it's a fit so we'll get back to you it's a fit if I met some, uh, that's how you, to get rid of them. It's just like, they're very nice. You don't want to let them down. But you'll say, oh, you know, sorry, we're not going to get together. I met someone. And it's very oh, easy to meet them. Yeah, That's a very, very good one. Um, what do your kids think of you being on dating app? Well, they love it. In fact, my youngest, who's in his 30s, thinks it's great. So, oh. Yeah. And, and do you ever... Easy. Do you ever get worried that someone's going to be a psycho killer or anything like that? <laughs> it's easy to weed. I think these people out. I've been watching Dirty John, so I don't. I've, not, I've only been married <laughs> once, so I've been married four times. I can see how she kind of fell into that, but yeah. I do have friends that have been pulled into things, that, rough things, right? Oh, I know. Me too. And, <laughs> and then. What are some of the clues that you see right away that people can know, okay, that's a red flag? Oh, there's so many. <laughs> well, you see them in person. One example, we'll call this guy George. He showed up in a hotel lobby where I was staying in D.C. with a Playmate cooler. 
And I'm like, what? It was this guy, an organ donor. And inside, he thought he was bringing, like, something. You know, and there's a bar right in the lobby. I'm like, okay, we're talking cheap, organ donor, what's happening here? He opens this up. He had champagne, two champagne glasses, raspberries, blackberries, in Ziploc bags, yogurt, and thought this was some kind of aphrodisiac. No. So, and needless to say, thank you, George. Sayonara. Oh, no. And the sad thing is, like, it's hard to get rid of these people. This is an executive out of an insurance, big insurance company. It's not, you know, some weirdo. Right. And But he is a weirdo. <laughs> anyway, he um, sent a very bizarre email the next day about his member, Little George. No. And it was, I mean, I wish I saved the email. It was... So was there a picture or is it just no a no picture thank god thank god <laughs> yes no i mean it's weird that some of these guys have no game none like right none <laughs> for the guys that are listening because i do have a lot of amazing male listeners right tell them what to do that is right well i think one be themselves be honest um they just really i think like what i've run into is divorced and widows and the divorced group is probably better off because they know what they want they're freer I think with themselves whereas the widows are basically in two different categories one the group that had good marriages their wife told them it was okay so that crowd is you know go ahead go out there they're more confident the other widows are they were probably in sexless marriages and they go out and think they're in the candy store and they just do like bizarre things and oh all of God. these people which i run across have a lot of baggage but it's not kids and ex-wives and this that and the other thing they have problems <laughs> like what well there's been and i think which i'm starting to think it's an epidemic across the u.s but everyone Good, has me. cpac machines for instance and they're going to stay right. over and they bring their little like okay we get that maybe a few people have this problem sleep, apnea. sleep apnea but how many people really can have this word? i didn't even think about that like, oh I, I was i thought that was weird <laughs> it is weird i mean i've seen it with some relatives right. you know i'm like but i can't imagine on a date but what do they, they bring us what are the options, I guess? I know, I know. Maybe all women should have one when you're older so they don't have to bring one? Who right. knows? I know. It's very bizarre. It's very what bizarre. do um do, are they still very chivalrous? Uh it's some are, most aren't, I would say. Um the people you least suspect are the most chivalrous. Mostly, I think and I have no problem with this, but you know, splitting you know bills down the you know the middle etc but some are just downright cheap and those are the kind of people you just have to weed out they would be happy for me or someone like myself to pay for everything and i don't need to do that especially not I for know. i still like when guys pay for dinner and open the door like right I, i'm all right with like splitting even the mortgage and all the bills right like still pay for dinner right you know? exactly i still want that happen so what are you looking for in case there's some single guys listening. Yes, well, I'm looking for someone who is confident, successful, fine with how many kids you have. I have, you know, two of my own that are on their own and two stepkids, so I'm, you know, comfortable with all that. But just someone who's going to just tell the truth, and, and I mean, that's always hard to find, but, you know, just 
be themselves and do and do things and and when you say tell the truth what are they lying about oh well I have one story that great is a little out there so for instance you know getting back in the game you at my age you need lubricants and seeing someone for a number of times dates etc we okay we're gonna get involved and I'm thinking okay did I overdo the lubricants why are the sheets so wet and then I find out that this guy was a depends user I didn't realize that until he's getting ready to leave because they never let you know but it oh my it's bizarre oh my god I know I mean you know I mean I don't even know what to say I don't even know how to come back from that what do you do like you had to be just shocked as shit I'm sorry oh shocked was not the word freaked out and my question was and you thought this was okay not to tell me and his answer was well it's a hard thing for me to talk about I'm like that's not okay <laughs> no it's not you know what I mean like people could some... put up with things if you know about it but you just can't hit someone with that out of right the... I mean we're already responsible to know that we have to have loop you right. know what I mean <laughs> yes hey we know why because <laughs> <Right>. we're <laughs> 20 so there so um how have you been close to anybody that you want to get have gone further further with or do you let me ask you that like this do you have multiple pots boiling at the same time yes I do I have someone who always is at the top of my list I'm still seeing this person however obviously if it was phenomenal I would not be seeing other people Okay, there's somebody on the phone that wants to say something. Oh, oh, sorry, he's telling me to look at my phone. Sorry. So, so there's how many guys specifically? Right now, about three. Okay, and how old are they? Uh, late sixties. One is seventy. Really? Yes. And do they still have the ability to stay hard without Viagra? Well, yes. Two of them do. One of them, I think, still pops the pill. <laughs> now, the ones that pop the pill, because I've been with guys that pop the pill. Sorry if my husband's listening. But, uh, this is not my husband. This is right. talking about other people. The best. Right. But they have a hard time getting to the volcanic eruption. Oops, sorry. And and then it takes a long time. Have you noticed that? Yes. Yes, I've noticed that. And it's like, so then... You don't know which is worse sometimes, like sex for two hours or a flaccid penis. Well, I think the ones that don't use the blue pill, they come very quickly. And they're the ones, mostly, are the ones that had, like, you know, I think they never really had any sexual relationships. They just had the Saturday night, we're having sex with the wife and the kids or whatever when they were. I, I see, you can just pick these people out of a... You know, just like corny up. little dogs, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Would you ever, ever, probably not, because you seem like such a nice, wonderful woman, but not that this means this is degrading to anyone that has done this, but would you ever use an escort to, to break a dry spell? No. <laughs> no. See, no. No. I mean, I don't think so either, but then again, I'm, if I was, you know, haven't had sex in five years and wanted to be touched by somebody, I might. Well, I wish I thought of that option when I was married in that dead marriage for so long. So what are your what are your signs right away that you know that this is this is going to maybe go to date number 2? 
What does he have to do to get there? Well, I think really just be themselves. You feel at home with someone. You don't feel a conversation or, you know, you don't have to make believe you're somebody you're not. So you just have to, if you feel like having an extra glass of wine, you don't feel like you're being judged. And some of these people, you know, if someone's drinking a lot, obviously we're not going to continue with them. But it's just, I think that's really it you just kind of know you just feel it and a lot of these men that you know you meet a lot of them I'll be friends with but they're not someone I would go out with right but I am friends with someone in fact someone who would say okay so are these some of these people married and yes some of them are and one of the telltale signs with one person who I'll call Howard I met um he was very nice guy. He wasn't my type. I knew it right off the bat. But then I saw his ring finger had a big white mark. And I'm like, Howard, wow. come on. Seriously? Hello. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. It's really funny. Did you ring? Exactly. Your, leave your ring at the door? <laughs> right? I, I mean, I, I, I mean, this is might be a weird question because maybe I can answer it, but maybe I can't. Is sex better now or sex better when you were in your 20s? Well, I don't think you can compare it. I think it's better now because we're freer. We don't have to worry about being getting pregnant. Um, of course, you have to be careful because we don't know where these people have been with STDs and all of that. But um, So you have to be cautious. But I think sex is better now. Speaking of being cautious, still using condoms in the first experience? Oh, yes. I think I, I don't like that. But yes, I think you have to. I know, I always made people take STD tests. Yes, I'm with you. Before I was like, if you want it that bad, you're gonna <laughs> right. have to go get poked by somebody else first. Yes, I agree, <laughs> totally. This has been so enlightening. Thank you. I'm sure there's many people that enjoyed listening to this, including my dad. Um, Suzanne, thank you. Come back. I'd love to keep updating with you and see what's going on in the dating world. Okay, thank you. It's been Good great luck being to you. here. Thank you thank so you. much. We'll be right back. Okay. <laughs>